Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. This is Tess. What the fuck? Oh, I thought, I thought you were... let's, let's carry on. Okay. I was ben, honestly, I was looking at you then thinking he doesn't realise that we started recording. No, hello, hello, hello. He- hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Oh, there this we go. is how unorganised Ben is. To be fair, we've actually not done a podcast in a couple of weeks, have yeah. we? I nearly forgot what to say. But I was just saying to Cal and Ben then, where the hell are all the snacks? Sorry, if you're watching, this was honestly full. Like a couple of weeks. These are, f- I filled the nice little jars up with the Coro things. To have them full, you know, you pick it. It is, it is actually empty. Is. What is these ones, by the way? Peanuts and what salted is? caramel what? crispies. That smells so strong. Peanuts too. I'm going to eat off the mic. I'm that... right. I feel sick. Do you? Yeah. How do you want a peanut? I'll take a peanut. We do have a discount code for Coro. So I just covered the mic then because I didn't want Coro to the mic. Coro 5. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's not Coro 5. What is it? Not so fit 5. Not so fit 5. Sorry. I'm just not going to lie. I'm so tired. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're doing a, a short episode this week. I've just come back from surgery. So I've only been doing half days. So. I think also a bit of context in terms of I feel like you've had no time off. Because you worked, yeah. Because I'm, a couple was, of days after surgery, yeah, when we both but, said but you're not saying work, I'm not on a fucking labour and site laying bricks. No, I'm sitting but, on my laptop doing a couple of bits. But your mental I know, capacity. but it's either like it's either a lie they're doing nothing at all, or a lie they're doing a few bits on my laptop. Did it make you feel weird? Which just not being able to do anything. Oh yeah, it's fucking shit, isn't it? Mm. It's one of the worst things, but um. Give some context as to what's happened. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Lucy's, yeah. Lucy's being a poor interviewer. Yeah, thanks, Carl. No, I wasn't. I was going to so say next. What What the, was the, the basically before Christmas? I found a lump on oh. my nuts. What is that noise? This, these are my stress te- testicles that Loz got me. What's inside? Sperm juice. Sperm. Yeah. Can I squeeze it? No. Please. Just a little squad. No, I'm, I'm, I'm squeezing them as I tell my story. So I, fa- I found a lump and then literally I got a phone call at the start of January to say, oh, hi, Ben, you are booked in for pre-op checkup on Friday. This was on a Tuesday. And I was like, what the hell is going on? This was the, the first phone call I'd had back since the appointment of the checkup. So I was a bit scared by that. And then the next phone call was, okay, you're booked in for surgery on the 27th. Of yeah, January, which was literally two weeks after that. So the whole thing was a little bit of a whirlwind and everything went really quickly. Obviously, the the saving grace was that it was a non-cancerous lump and I am healthy and well afterwards. But it was just a bit scary at the time to obviously hear some of those terms thrown about and how quickly it all came around. It ended up being a cyst. The reason why they took it off where sometimes they leave them on is just because of one, the size of it, and two, it was painful. So they're the reasons why it was taken off. The surgery itself was supposed to be about two hours 15 and ended up being three hours 45, so it's a bit lengthier, which has mean, meant the recovery is a bit longer as well. So that was kind of the, the be-all and end-all of it and why I've been off social media for the past couple of weeks and why I'm still really tired now. So the last couple of nights, I've been sleeping for like three or four hours because of the pain. So I was saying to Lucy the, the other day, it's, it's literally like, sleep deprivation because whenever I get to sleep I'm woken up like every 30 minutes in pain so I never get a proper a proper sleep I'm I'm, I'm quite tired today but I want to try and integrate myself back into my usual schedule at a slow pace just so I can get used to doing things again and get my mind and brain functioning again I think obviously one of the things you did really well which you'll probably also share that one comment or story yeah that's that all guy, you you shared it, it it's a similar thing with um feeling your boobs you know as a woman or a guy feeling your chest area and looking for any sort of lump i i definitely still think there's a stigma every shower time i'm just like feel my boobs see what's going on mm-hmm. and obviously you did that with your balls and i definitely don't think it's spoken um about as much with testicular mm-hmm. cancer as it is breast cancer I, I don't know why that is. I, I, I don't know the actual statistics on testicular cancer. Um, I was looking at them before with breast cancer. It's about one in eight women. But with you sharing, you've got a lot of positive feedback about other people going to check, seeing if they had any lumps, 
if they were going to get an appointment x y and z but you definitely got a message i'll talk a lot i'll talk about that in a minute um i'm just trying to pull this thing up that i did so uh the cancer is common between men aged 15 and 45 15 15 and 45 yeah you should check your balls at least once a month obviously most men don't do that but hopefully Mm -hmm. off the back of listening to this podcast you do or you can get your partner to to check them i'm sure either way there's something there or there isn't it'll be a a happy ending anyway (laughs) and then the the way that you do check it is you are best doing it after you get out of the shower which is what most people will do um or a bath depending if you like lying in your own piss that's just not true (laughs) Well, that's just not true also obviously before doing it make sure that you are somewhere private i.e not standing in front of your window just lifting your love length up feeling your balls because the neighbors are going to get a nice <laughs> little view of the gooch and the, and the balls like area i'm i'm quite bad for walking past our main window because our bathroom comes out and i always walk past there and i have to think oh my goodness if our neighbor's doing anything in his garden he looks up he'd never tell me yeah he'd if, never tell if, me if, if, <laughs> if you look at the if you look at the diagrams how to check your balls it looks like someone's tearing a tear up the ground You've got to grab your love, love length and show it to one side and you cup your crown jewels and you want to, <laughs> I don't know how you do this, but you want to feel the weight of them first. I mean, you just, you just have to do, get practice with your little squishy ones. Yeah. Okay. I'll show, I'll show you. This is, this is a, a practical of how Shall to Shall I be balls. the willy? <laughs> <laughs> Shall like, you be the willy? Yeah. I mean, you are a bit of a dick anyway, so that goes what's Yeah, but, no. but it, can yeah. we just see what it looks like though? Look like anything you can't see the testicles. How would it work? Where would this You're in go? the way, that's why. But where would that would you that go? So you hold that it? to the side like that. But that would go over it. Is that over where does that what? sit? You've looked like fucking Does that Captain just sit Hulk? on top what of you your balls? Like your this. Penis. Yeah. Is how it sits? Yeah. I don't have one. I'm just trying to think how it yeah, would sit. You've seen mine for the <laughs> five years. Shouldn't be anything new. Anyway, so you want to cup the bottom of the balls like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you want to like kind of check for any lumps. And what you want to do is roll each ball between the finger and the thumb and just check them for lumps like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they should almost be like the same size. One's going to be a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller than the other. And you just want to check it regularly for kind of any anything that comes up, anything that wasn't there last month, checking for maybe any pain when you touch them as well. They're kind of like the main indicating signs of when you're doing it. And then if you do, obviously do what I did and go and contact your GP get them to have a little fondle and then and then go from there it's better to be safe than sorry and and sometimes people will like fail them and then there's nothing wrong you'll just be told to assist and you don't need surgery for it but again it's better just getting it checked and and obviously same for women as well if you're gonna if you're gonna have a little play with the 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 babylons and see if there's anything there why are they called that i don't know it's something that came to my head we went to, we went to watch babylon the other day didn't we so yeah it was good is anyone seen babylon by the way if you've seen, it, seen it comment on you i meant sorry i didn't mean cal i just meant everyone else who's oh. listening because i've already spoken to cal, about. Exclude, cal sorry, sorry cal, try to be cal, cal have you seen babylon <laughs> i have thank you for including me lisa davis it was long yeah, it, it was long. long it got to about two hours 50 and you're thinking it could have finished or something could have they could have just cut a few bits out it maybe was, it was good that it was mainly the, the cast from Wolf of Wall Street. It literally was, wasn't it? Because if you think about Except like Leo. Our, our man Ethan Suplee was in it. Yeah. Did a podcast with him. R- Rugrat was in it. Yeah. The guy with the toupee he was funny, I, to be fair. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't there, which is yeah. who was who was the other guy? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. We love Brad guy? Pitt. We love Brad Pitt. He's great. I didn't even know he was fucking in it until I 10 forgot. seconds ago. I did have him in mind. Uh, but I was just gonna say in terms of the looking for symptoms for breast cancers, there's a few different things. You look for lumps and swelling and things around the breast, upper chest and armpit, but then also a change to the skin, such as like dimpling, a change in the color of your boobs, nipples changing, rashes, unusual liquid from the nipples. So it's a little bit more you can also yeah. look for rather than just like feeling so it's, a bit, it's obviously a bigger area. Yeah, well, I unless, mean... Unless you've got testicles like so, tangerines then. And as you've got tiny tits like me, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as hard to feel. But I do think it's really important to have a little fondle, have a little feel. There's nothing there's nothing to be ashamed of or a stigma behind it. I wish there wasn't because I just definitely think there still is, unfortunately. Do you know what the worst thing about the surgery after having the, the, the thing taken off my testicles was having a piss? Yeah. I had to, no joke, because I was drinking so much water on the medication, I was pissing... 10 times per day and every time i needed a piss this is what i had to do go in the bathroom take all all of my clothes off socks boxes everything completely naked get into the shower and just piss in the shower 
and then wash everything down with a hose. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you ever, it, it was like if you ever stuck a stone up a tap. No. <laughs> How the water comes out. Basically, I had all this plaster and bandaging. Yeah, plaster and bandaging on, bandaging on, and then I, that was that took probably the whole process because I was so sore. It took twenty minutes. That ten times a day. Yeah, I know because you were also doing it when you were at home. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I need a wee again. <laughs> I was like, rather at you first, than me. At first, when I was doing it, I wasn't getting in the shower. <laughs> I wouldn't even share that story because it's actually a little bit Sorry. disgusting. <laughs> Mate, I was going. I did it in the hospital, and yeah, you what's did it. a scene? What is a fucking scene? It's off a film. You did it in the hospital because it's off a film when they walk in after the kids been the toilet in some film, and the whole bathroom is covered in shit. But it was like that, but covered in piss. Basically, Ben had gone to the downstairs bathroom, <laughs> and then just walked, and hit everything but the toilet. Hit everything, <laughs> as in like my plants, the wall. Isn't there a painting down there? Uh, yeah, probably a little bit on the painting. And he kind of just walked out and went, I've just, I've spilled a bit. I fucking, obviously. Like, do you know when you've got a kidney bin in the bathroom for the first time? It's like that hang, hang your head in shame. No, but obviously as well, <laughs> you've just had surgery. You're feeling really shit. Yeah. I get my gloves on. I've got all the cleaning stuff. I'm like holding my nose because I just don't like the smell of wee. On my hands and knees. And I'm just like, it's fine. Don't on it. Go and sit. Don't worry at all go and sit down and i'm just sat there with a fucking face on cleaning, cleaning up your piss i cannot believe that you clean that lisa of course i would oh, i do i do that I, to be honest i would do that for anyone i think when someone's had an operation or surgery you can definitely feel a level of sympathy mm-hmm. and you, you you were just uncomfortable like you sore and yeah it was just easier for me to do that than be like, and no, also like i want all the piss. sympathy so yeah what else did i buy you desk yeah, with what on it? I called it the slave station. Yeah, but what was on it? So I'll, I'll try and get a video of this because Lucy bought me this desk. Basically, she said, "Oh, don't worry about working, Ben. You want to take some days off." And you then asked for this. The next minute, no, I didn't. You did. The next minute, I've got this desk set up, which is to go over my lap, which has got a plug in it, so I can plug my laptop into it, and it's got a fan and a light on. So not only did she want me to work in the day, <laughs> and in my laptop, the, the fan wasn't for me. It was to cool the laptop down when it was overheating because I'd be doing that much work. And the light was for me to work through the night as well and do the night shift, wasn't now, it? No, actually, Ben Ben had asked for this, so I went on to find the best one I could possibly find. It's got a fan, it's got a light, it's got charging points. I'm thinking, I'll get that. Set it all up for you. It wasn't obviously intentional for you to do work straight away but i knew you wanted one for like after because you couldn't put the laptop on your lap i think it was a great present and i mean it's now in the cupboard i don't know when it'll next get used i think it's fucking fantastic maybe after you've after we've had kids that you wouldn't need that after kids why how would you need that after kids well they come out of your womb yeah but you're just lying in bed I won't, I won't i won't just be lying in bed at least for the first day you will well you're not getting a hot bed you're not you're not pinging kids out and then just going i'm gonna do a half marathon no but you you'd probably still just be in the hospital bed yeah but even when you come home you're not like dan was saying yesterday um who was it some or simon was saying that his, his missus was laid in bed and then the midwife comes around and start get everyone's different yeah but the midwife comes around and starts kind of getting you into movement out of bed a bit more mm. oh yeah absolutely what if we have a c-section Oh yeah, yeah, C-section. I'll be I'll be using it then. That's um much much longer time recovery. I yeah. think again, depending on the person. I've had a friend who's had a C-section and then one who did a natural birth. Natural birth. She's feeling groovy a couple of days after he's born, and then C-section not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned before I, I I did post a little bit like this on Instagram because I just wanted to use it as um awareness. Yeah. Are you going to try and find the exact yeah. messages? You sent them to me. Where is it? Oh, yeah. it's. I put a post up basically about the surgery and stuff the day after and then had this comment from a, a guy who also, by the way, I've helped before. So he's, he's messaged me a couple of times on Instagram. I've helped him a few times like health, fitness and stuff. And then his message and direct message was to me. So he didn't even have a tumor, virtue signaling, if I've ever seen it, ain't that post. What did you have? A, I think he was supposed to say assist uh joke considering people like me who actually had fucking cancer unfollowing you you're a joke using your platform for clout when you didn't even have a serious issue pathetic you are so i'm not also posting it like whether it was it was cancer or assist or whether it was a spot 
the the greater message that I wanted to get from it was to get more guys checking the balls. And after putting it up, I've I must have had like about hundred DMs of just guys. So like I checked my balls this weekend. Cal came in and um, he sent me a picture with balls. <laughs> done it. He didn't really. <laughs> he HR! HR! <laughs> <laughs> he checked his balls at the weekend, which is always good. But the, I put a post about this, and this is one of those things where, especially to do with mental health, a lot of people won't speak about their mental health because they feel that their level or their kind of thing of hard isn't as much as someone else's. It's actually called the fallacy of relative privation. So it means about how can you talk about X when Y is happening? So basically it's the rationale that we live in where we would never talk about anything else but the current most terrible thing. So like mm-hmm. you're never to express anything that's hard going on in your life because over in Ukraine, there's so many people suffering. Right, okay. It, it's that kind of, it's that thought process. I think that's the real bad thing with mental health and someone actually messaged messaged me not long after that post to say that it's the reason they haven't shared their experiences with their own mental health is because they don't feel as serious as other people's i think that's one of the big problems with that fallacy of my issue isn't as bad as your issue that's why we should never compare or hard because then ultimately some people might not even end up going to the gp because of comments like that because it's like oh i'm not worthy of going to get it checked i don't want to take up my gp's time i i, I shouldn't go and get it done because it's obviously not serious is that kind of similar to a lot of celebrities who have de- like serious depression or anxiety and then people like you have everything how can you feel like that uh, I, su- I suppose but you can the, the thing with that is you can you can have as much money in the world and be depressed mm. that like, that was more so my point i think a lot of people who yeah and it, p- people do that with football like say like how can footballers be mm. depressed how can how can they be how can they cook up, kick up a fuss if people are racist to them or if people are throwing abuse at them when they're getting paid 100 grand a week? It's not the the kind of finances and their bank balance isn't a shield which shields them away from real-life traumas or abuse or racism. Didn't it happen to Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr. What's his name? Wow, what has just happened? Lucy just literally went from zero <laughs> to pissed in 10 seconds. I didn't know. Didn't that happen? We were talking about football and then when, when didn't it go to Iron Man? <laughs> no. What's it, his name, Lucy? Robert. Yes. D. Junior. No, say the whole <laughs> word. I don't know. I don't actually know it. Rob. Robert. What are you saying? Begins with a D. Da- Have a guess. Down. Ning. <laughs> what the fuck's his name? You know exactly who I mean. Robert Downing Jr. <laughs> Someone, I'm Googling his name. Robert Downey Jr. Iron. Robert Man. Downey Jr. I just told you his I name. Mean you're joking, though. No, I'm not. It's Tony Stark. That's oh, no, that's fucking his name. no way. No, no, no. Oh, Sorry, no, God. I just read. I just. No, I take it back. I just read. I just only just read when it first came up. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Didn't he have serious... Sorry, now I can't even be like, oh, he had serious depression, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was an alcoholic. So he, an went, alcoholic he was drug abusive. To, yeah, 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 and you could look at him and be like, you're one of the most successful actors and you're amazing. Yeah. You've got this, this and this. I just, I don't think that should be taken away where people can't express their mental health. But I think that's also an example which now just yeah. doesn't really sit well with anyone because mm-hmm. i got the name wrong it, it is hard because that dilemma of what i was saying where a lot of people won't share what's wrong but then we also live in a world where a lot of people get the spotlight who don't need it so i think piers morgan was talking about how a lot of people will say they've got stress and anxiety which are just everyday people issues mm. which is like getting up and having a bit of hardship which is why i think it's important that you have some hardship in your life so that you're prepared for it later in life if you never experience failure or any kind of hardship what's going to happen when real things happen such as family losses debt bad news uh, change of circumstances relationships break down you're not prepared for anything because you've never been through any hardship yeah well it's feeling sad and anxiousness are mm. normal feelings but yeah. then generalized anxiety and anxiety disorder and depression are the mental health side of it mm-hmm. but yeah that guy was just when you sent me those messages i think i was in the gym i messaged you back straight away usually when we get hit we're just like yeah whatever do you know what oh look what this guy said to me oh ha ha said i'm on steroids again it's we can kind of joke whereas with that one when you sent that i was thinking i don't think i sent you i think i just put it up no you sent it me did i yeah because i said are you okay 
I said, like, has that affected you? Ah, I didn't think I knew that. But I, I, I put that's but like, do you know what I mean? It, I knew it? that. I knew that was so off center that it wasn't the general consensus of what people would be would be thinking about why I put the post up. Do you know what I mean? I understand what happens sometimes is that people, especially influencers, put posts up when they're in the hospital for sympathy. But I knew it wasn't wasn't that. I knew that the reason I was putting it up was because I wanted more people to check for it, which is what the the, the whole response was. It's the exact same thing. I didn't do it in a hospital, but when I had my moles removed. I shared quite vividly that I'd had moles removed and they were benign, yeah, is it? benign, yeah. Um, for skin cancer and then loads of people went to get their moles checked because yeah, you yeah, don't even great. think about your moles. And then one of the girls came back and hers was cancerous. That's you, what I mean. You're not doing yeah. it for yourself. You're not being like, oh, look at my mole removal. Mm-hmm. It's, to, it's, it's saying you've had something done. Oh, okay, I can share this on a bigger platform that I have yeah. to maybe help raise more awareness you know i think it's really weird when people are like oh you're doing it for clout what does clout even mean clout that like you're doing clout. it clout kill out basically basically that you want that kind of validation a heavy blow no <laughs> influence or power that but sorry for everyone listening clout also means a heavy blow with the hand or a hard object that is the first definition and then the second definition is influence or power, especially in politics or business. Yeah. Why Why is a clout a heavy blow with the hand? You clout someone around the chops. It's Who's a... clouting anyone? What a ridiculous... What a ridiculous... Th- I think you should have the other one first. Hit hard, actually, is what it also says. Yeah. But the one is... The one that I was looking for is influence or power especially in politics and business i would just be interrupting today's episode because i have a very exciting discount code for you to announce obviously with my coach it's not all about what you look like and aesthetics and things like that we really want to get people moving in different ways and this is why we have a lot of lifting and running programs on my coach we see people do their first 5k their first 10 their first half marathon marathon whatever it is and it is so amazing to see because it really will change your life at the moment we do have a 21 percent discount running for the hybrid half program now the hybrid half program is probably my favorite i love the half marathon distance it is so great but this program it intertwines your running and your lifting because you can do both at the same time with my coach because we tell you how to do it well if you want to grab the discount, the code is hybrid half. The link will be below. Enjoy it, smash it, and see you on the other side. Moving on. Yeah, sorry, swiftly moving on. We've got I think some... I'm having a bit of brain fart today. I'm getting God, really tell, a lot of confused, confused brain. I also had one one thing that I also wanted to bring up before you go into those questions. Go on. And it's something I actually did a video on this, and I don't think I'm going to post it. <laughs> and you've also done a video on it. Is the whole thing about the whole the whole guy staring in the gym oh yeah i was training yesterday and i just propped my camera it was like it was all on my mind i was thinking oh i was gonna record this video i don't think i'm gonna post it i think i just needed to vent to my camera but i was basically saying i think it's i think it's a little bit weird how a lot of these women or girls on tiktok are posting those videos where yeah someone's in the background but they're saying things like they're a pedophile they're a creep they're this this and this when the guy has literally moved his head from left to right and maybe made eye contact with the camera and then they're zooming in on the face and i completely appreciate sometimes there are very creepy people in the gym it is inappropriate and you feel like they're coming up to you and talking to you in in a in a weird sort of way that's not okay and go and speak to someone but a lot of the videos that i've seen on on tiktok especially I don't I don't think it's appropriate to call someone like a pedo or a creep in the gym and this is coming from like a woman saying it about other women who are posting it because you you, you you've probably got guys going to the gym now who want to go in blindfolded because God forbid if they if they accidentally like look at yeah, someone yeah. they're gonna be put on someone's million page TikTok Do you know what, like so, it's so annoying it, it's the mind it's a bit unfair it's, well it's both minorities and both because not there's not that many women who are actually going into gyms and filming men doing it. It's a right. minority and there's not that many creepy men in gyms who are staring at women. It's just a minority. Yeah. But unfortunately, we see an echo chamber which makes it look like gyms are full of either men who are creeping on women or women who are filming men and just creates this bigger segregation between men and women, which just annoys me when there should just be more unity there of women and men both supporting each other in gyms. That thing does annoy me of those women who were doing that because everybody knows the difference between a glance and someone actively staring at women. I, I, don't get it wrong, someone actively staring at women 
is is, 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 yeah. is har- it's harassment. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're just glancing at another woman, then it shouldn't be considered as being a paedophile or being a pervert or anything like that. The the other thing I'll say on it is, and the difference with, with it is, if you are wearing something which is like really, really, really skimpy or kind of just out the norms, out of, out of the realms of social norms, if you're if you've literally got like hot pants on which like you're also hanging out i think it's definitely more of an american thing maybe it is a lot of the, i know which ones you for me yeah. i know if i wear a vest as opposed to a t-shirt more guys and girls are looking at me exactly the same if you wear less in the gym guys and girls are going to be looking at you and yeah. the thing that we've got to remember is this is how humans have met and reproduced for years mm. this is how your mum and dad probably met probably your dad probably looked at your mum thought she's fit went over to her, interacted with her, and then asked her on a date. Mm. So we need to stop the kind of re- this thing where men feel like they can't speak to anyone or they feel like they're in a weird position because they can't approach people. Again, there is a difference between being an absolute creep and just being having conversation with someone in the gym. I had an experience and I told you and Cal weren't in the gym this day. I think some people pick up when you two aren't in the gym because I'm just like a bit like a lemon. I just kind of walk around. But this this guy... He he definitely had clocked onto me throughout the whole session. I mean, I'm not that arse, but he was he was definitely staring. Maybe I was doing like a full on high rocks thing, so maybe he was just interested. But I was in the middle of a set with headphones in, like actually doing the exercise, and he came up to me and tapped me. And I'm thinking, so I dropped the barbell because I was doing cleans, thinking that's not an appropriate time to come up to someone. Yeah. Take like ran the headphone off because I can't I couldn't hear him. I was like, hi. He was like, oh, I've just been um just been watching you um you're really in proportion like your whole your whole shape and stuff like your legs your body that to me is like inappropriate i've been watching you you're in proportion your legs your body that to me is like an uncomfortable conversation but i'm also quite good at shutting it down i just said oh yeah you know um i usually train with my partner and then also cal you could just say to him well next time we can test where my partner's foot to face ratio is to you I think, but no, he, but then when I said my partner Ben, he instantly knew who you were. I went, yeah, the one with really big biceps. That's how I described you. And um, but I, I just shut down the conversation. Said, really sorry, I'm, I'm in the middle of a set and I'm on a timer. And I just put my headphone back in and then just carried on. It's, I don't think that's coming across rude. It's just like don't stop someone mid set. Don't kind of don't come across and be like I've been watching you for the past hour. Yeah, it's that's, it's, it's a bit, that's a bit creepy. But yeah, know the difference. Know the difference. Yeah, I agree. I just wanted to bring that up in conversation because I did do a video on it yesterday. I will not be posting it. I think it was more of like a diary entry rant. I just ranted to the camera and then left it. What What is your What is your thoughts on it, like about that? If you wear a lot less, you're going to get more attention. I think if you wear a lot less, I know if I went in in like the skimpy sports bra and little shorts, people will be staring at me. I don't know if people stare at me because I have so much muscle. It's kind of like people like double, like double take. I don't know if it's, it doesn't necessarily bother me because that's I'm the, just... That's the same everywhere because if you went out to a nightclub and a girl was wearing next to nothing or was really attractive, more people are going to look at them. So the same as when you're in a gym and you're wearing very little and you're in very good shape, people are going to look at you more. Oh, I it's think, like, I think, I, say... yeah, I think I, I, I accept kind of if I... I have a, I have one pair of really short shorts that I have worn before. I probably got triple the amount of stairs. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't really care. I, I kind of care. I wear whatever I want. I think the I whole, the, the, it all boils down to what is, is the glance versus the stare, isn't it? Because yeah. people, people are going to glance at you based on like what you're wearing and what you look yeah. like. But if someone stares at you, then it's off to you overstepping the mock. Absolutely. Question time. Question time. I had some questions from like viewer people or listeners. Sorry. Viewer, hello, viewer people. Yeah, people on YouTube. Viewer people, and please subscribe taken, to the podcast. I've taken off Twitter as well. Lucy, don't piss me off. I'm already doing a short views. Um, I'm so sorry. So like, like, this is the question. How do you both find working together? Fucking annoying. <laughs> no, actually, we, myself and Ben, shall I just share our story? I will. Myself and Ben met... About five and a half years ago. have heard ago. this a million times. Yeah, but he's asked again. So I'm just going to show... I'm going to go more down the business side. We started working together probably like a year or nine months after we'd met. And then quite soon after got in a relationship. So we have always 
had it as in we don't really know much different we've always trained together we have really similar lifestyles we were both very business driven I had a business before I met Ben he had a business before I met him and then we created a business and we work really well together because I we just have completely different roles we don't necessarily step on each other's toes with yeah, but things. sometimes there's things that are harder you have to have difficult conversations like I said to you the other day I have to have a conversation with you as my business part as well as yeah. the person a relationship with mm. and sometimes those conversations can be a bit more i cried for yeah. reference <laughs> yeah, it can be it can be a bit more heated because I, if i was having a conversation with my, my other business partners who i was in business with mm. i wouldn't then kind of not say things because i'm trying to tinker around the truth because i'm in a relationship with them that's mm. why in business sometimes you need to wear different hats yeah and you've got to put your different hats on your different heads depending on what role you're filling at that time mm. i think we're quite good at doing it though by the way i cried not because of the conversation it was just more so we had a lot going on didn't we and it was mm. right after surgery and things like that and i just felt really emotional but after we'd had that conversation about the business and we'd spoken about different things we just kind of go back to normal but mm. we're very very good at having those conversations and i think you have to be able to have those conversations without making it personal yeah like if i said something to ben like i just do not agree with with what you're saying there regarding the business and then you could disagree that do, it, honestly it doesn't even cross my mind to do with our relationship it on it, they're not even i don't even see them as like the same thing they're just like two, you've two got, completely you've got separate to, things you've got to be able to create those barriers and those differences okay next question what is something that is supposed to be nice that pisses you off? Stop, Ben, with the balls. Stop banging the balls Stop on the table. Stop banging your balls on the table. Something that I'm gonna is supposed to put my nut sack be... on your drum set. Wait, wait. So, something that is supposed to be nice, yeah. but just isn't. Like when people try to do something that's nice for you, but it actually just pisses you off. I don't know. If someone tries to do something nice for... This is a bit of a weird one. I think it's probably a bit controversial, but this is just personal to me. When I've been doing like heavy deadlifts or heavy hit thrusts and a complete random person. Okay. Random person. Don't mind if it's you or Cal because we're doing it together. Random person just comes up and takes the plates off. Mm -hmm. I know you're trying to be nice. However, if I put them on and I've just lifted the fucking weight, I'm going to take it off. I don't know why, but that per I would I wouldn't go up to a guy who's just deadlift two hundred kilograms and start taking his plates off. Mm. I'll, you lifted it, I'll let you take them off. If someone's like absolutely really struggling and can't get it off, yeah, maybe I just fucking throw them plates off. So I'm thinking sometimes when a random you, you just say, I'm just like, oh, thank yeah. thanks, and I just feel a little bit weird about that. So I think they are trying to be nice. If it happens, it happens. It doesn't. I'm not going to do a fucking TikTok on them. But I also just don't appreciate it. I just like, oh. This is going to become the next thing now that whatever anyone does in life, people are going to TikTok about them doing yeah. it. It's going to piss I'm me off. I'm paranoid that I'm going to be in some background of someone's TikTok looking like a moody bitch in the gym. What's something that... I, well, I, I actually didn't have anything for this. But I've just as you were speaking, I thought about one. Mm. I'm going to say people because so it doesn't cause a domestic. When people in the house... <laughs> put my things away so for example <laughs> Pete, she tries to do this thing that's being nice when people when lucy davis the, there is a reason why i've put my socks on top of the freezer or why one of my shoes is in the sink <laughs> because i fucking know where it is when i put it there so the next time i go and get it to put my shoes on to go for a walk it's in the same place i go i go upstairs to my, to my wardrobe i put everything in certain places now i'll come up there and you think you're doing the nicest thing in the world by putting my clothes away shoes away granted it's, a, it's an act of kindness but when i can't find my fucking elbow for my arse end because everything's everywhere i can't do anything i can't go out because my shit is just gone do you know the issue though do you understand right the issue is ben the issue is i i do the clothes you know i wash i put them up to dry 
put them away. I put them. I put them upstairs and I put them in your fucking drawers. Just leave them on my bed. When? Just leave them pause, on my bed. I'll pause put them for away. a moment. Why? When I put them on the fucking bed, which I have done, but they will be there in two weeks' time. Yeah. So I put them away because I'm thinking you're fucking lazy, lad. No. What are you doing with your clothes that I've cleaned for you? And then I've got a whole other wash basket to do, and then the whole bedroom would just become no, a wouldn't. pile of your clothes. It's like it's like a conveyor belt. It's just mine operates slower, so I want to put them slower away in a week's time. Too. I can put them away in a week. They're my clothes. What? That I'll go away when i want them to go away they don't need Which to go when you go never. no it won't it'll it be a week's be. time what happened with your shoes that you were supposed to wash about a month ago and you just they were on the floor i didn't touch them for a month because i said they're your really nice shoes i want you to wash them just in case something goes i was wrong. leaving the shoes there until i had surgery because i thought if a guilt trippy and leave the shoes there i've just had my balls chopped a bit oh she might do but she you might just wash started them for wearing me. them again because now. you didn't wash them for me that's why that that's just a lot isn't it okay that's my the socks on the honestly there's just socks like on the island i'm thinking like underpants on the table they're there for you... a fucking reason because i know who, where they who, are who 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 puts underpants who, 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 on who? the table who who put you <laughs> what? what the fuck are you an owl <laughs> that's a quote from wolf of wall street who, who, who? <laughs> okay um <laughs> next one owl. have you ever thought i noticed uh have you ever thought your toys were real absolutely absolutely have you not watched toy story yeah you, what, what toy do you think was real polly <laughs> i still have polly i've had him since i was seven i got him for my seventh birthday he has lasted a good six how many years i've got him when i was seven i'm now 26 19 years old Talk to him all the time. Still now, I'm like fucking shit day. <laughs> I I I thought the same that my toys were real, but this isn't. This is another thing. I remember when I was younger, I'd watched X Men, and I had this dream that X Men was really real, and I woke up the next day, and actually thought I was Cyclops. So which I didn't one, open which my eyes. Didn't, didn't the one with laser <gasps> shot? So in the morning, I didn't open my eyes. That's weird. Had my eyes shut for ages in the day because I you know when dreams feel that real. Wouldn't open my eyes. Yeah. I thought it was Cyclops. That's um, not the same as the Toy Story you just shared, but I can understand the scary dream. I, I... It's like those, Carl, have you ever thought, like when you were a kid, when you watched Star Wars, have you, did you ever do that? I used to think Gollum was real. Really? Yeah. I could, yeah. I used to think he came, I used to have a chimney in my bedroom <laughs> and I used to think he crawled down the chimney and stared at me. I had a lad in my class, like Gollum, we called him at all the time. That's so mean. mean. Okay. That is so mean. Um, no, when you, when you I were lad definitely... in school, everyone had a nickname. His was Gollum. Do you know what I used to do? What was mine? Bart Simpson. What? How racist is that? I used to call him it because I was really tanned. Really? Yeah. That's so bad. Not it was it was everyone just had a really bad names we had a guy not in school but someone i used to work with whose first name was james and his last name was james and we called him james squared that's great <laughs> that is great but also sorry parents james james yeah he, his mom was initially called like suzanne james and they got married to like phil jones or whatever so she was suzanne jones then they split up and she'd she'd forgotten she'd called her kid james so when she split up <sighs> went back oh to a maiden name james 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 squared uh, terrible we used to terrorize him for oh. it oh sorry i just had a story about the toys what i used to do they all used to be we'll go i'm not 26 i'm about seven but they all used to be lined up on the bed and i'd walk out and then quickly like check if they've had a conversation or they've moved around the, around the corner of the door I really thought they could talk i used to set them all up nicely every time i used to leave my bedroom thinking have a great day see you later what is the biggest fuck it moment you've ever had? Oh, when I was really drunk and signed up for 100k. Oh my God. You are the biggest fucking rebel in the world. That is quite rebellious. <laughs> signed up for a fucking race. Yeah. I think that's a bit of a, oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm just not in any, any sense of my life a bad person a bad you don't have to be person. a bad person no but I'm, i don't have re rebel in me like i got i got detention the only reason i got detention in high school is because i wore the wrong color bobble and i was mortified did you say fuck it but when you got your tattoo loose was that oh, yeah. moment? Oh, i hate my tattoo that was actually cow yeah i hate i hate it 
I don't hate it. I just don't do not like it at all. Yeah, so either maybe the, <clears throat> the tattoo, which is on my foot, by the way, so nobody really sees it, or the... I think signing up for the 100k drunk. Eh. That was it. Can't remember what my biggest fuck it moment was. I like how you're asking these questions and you don't have answers. But I'm not, pl- I'm not prepped for anything. I was just asking oh. you. Biggest fuck it moment. I can't even think what it might be. Is that? It's actually a really hard... But the, the, the worst thing I probably have ever had detention for was what I told before was when I accidentally hacked into every single computer on the, in the school and pulled up the world's most famous porn star and it went on all the teachers' computers and all the students' computers. How did computers. you do that? No idea. Was that just... Do you it, think they I, all... I, just... they, on, I, and they nearly ran the police. They thought I'd put a virus into the system, got control of all the computers. The head of the school was ringing me after school. I had to got called into the IT department and this guy was flat out saying to me, there's no, absolutely zero way that you've done this by accident. You have hacked into... I was like, mate, like, I don't even know how to work basic Microsoft <laughs> Word. I can't do an Excel spreadsheet, I, yeah, so... Yeah, I was fucking about on Bang Bros upstairs on lunch with the lads. Like, I didn't... And then I, I turned around and there was a pair of, like, treblies on everyone's screen. How long did you get detention for? They expelled me. What? Yeah. Like temporarily until he found out. Oh, it was he watched, actually didn't do anything wrong. They expelled. The, the, the worst thing I did was go on porn. I didn't actually hack every computer. I had no idea how. I'm, it. I'm surprised they don't have like child protection on on the high school laptops or computers. But this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. there used to be ways around it. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But I don't know what but... the fuck it moment was. Yeah. Carl, have you got a effort moment? I was thinking. What this sounds proper like Buffy, but when I was in. <laughs> In uni, we were in Costa Rica, and I went swimming with like a in like a school of. Uh, it was like we were doing like a study on fish, um, and this guy who was like actually one of the men I was staying with in the family was in a boat with a shotgun. I mean, that's really weird. What are you doing there? And then the translator asked him, and he said, "Oh yeah, there was an alligator spotted like a few hours ago in the river that we were swimming in," and we were just like, "Oh yeah, you're supposed to go in and swim with the fish." So we all just said, fuck it, let's just go and walk there. I hate the wa- anything water, you know. That was the scariest thing I've ever done. You aren't the best with water. No. There's a there's a wonderful picture. Oh, I just, I love this picture. Me and Ben snorkeled the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. And I'm just in a bikini and flippers and a snorkel. And Ben has armbands I love like it. all the way down his arms a woggle over his chest a woggle between his knees and he's just floating on the surface and we've got this picture and i'm just like <laughs> what's that what's that new disney film called the big massive blo- <laughs> fat thing the white thing oh hero six that's what i looked hero like because i had so many inflatables on but ben, but ben yeah ben couldn't he was just so high up and i just had to go swim up to you to get this picture you just bobbed along yeah. the surface <laughs> Sorry. I'm you a, don't like water though, I'm, it's I, fine. Well, I'm a mammal made to be on land. You are a land. Did you, you say, fuck it before your hair transplant, Ben? We were just like, I could live with this, but actually, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to go yeah, be in misery for a week. I suppose that was kind of still like a calculated decision and kind of trying to think of anything where I've been in the moat and gone, do you know what? Ah, oh, fuck it. And just, I don't know. Done what? Yeah, cliff jumping in Australia. Mm. We were. Why cool. do I know your, your lives better than the two yeah, of you do? I know. Jesus. Cal, we're having brain fog today. Allow the brain fog. I will send you that picture though because it was it was honestly such a lovely day. The Great Barrier Reef obviously doesn't look like it does in Finding Nemo though because of all the pollution. It's actually really sad, um, but it it was still really nice to go okay. and do that. I'm gonna pull some tweets up now. Tweets. Tweets. I don't use Twitter at all in any sense, you know. Okay, let me just go through them and we'll just, we'll just share our thoughts. Okay. I made a fake account to speak to my best friend's recent ex girlfriend. Wait, and- wait. I made a fake account. To speak to your best mate's ex. I've read the wrong one. Oh. Sorry. Go back to the other one. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Bit slower because I need to take it in. Cheating on your spouse should be a criminal offense that requires monetary compensation being paid by the cheater for the person being cheated on and jail time minimum of three years, no bail. If you're against this, I'm assume you're a cheater. Well, I am not a cheater, but I also don't think you should be going to jail for it that's a yeah, lot how, how, you imagine, then also imagine the prison rates by the way just fucking everyone's locked up in prison you'd need a separate prison for people like we're not cheaters we can say okay but you can't 
you can't sorry i don't think it's a criminal there's a difference between criminal offense and then just doing something that's like wholly well, the, wrong all the prisons would be filled wrong. with people who are like super 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 high sex drives and just humping each other so we end up like a prison population through the work through the realms of abnormality i don't i don't think people would learn anything from that what about, what about paying you got to pay into something how would people how would that Who be monitored would you pay them the, the, the government or there'd be like a cheating tax oh there you go because i think that's just a bit weird it's just weird it's weird is it not weird why is no one replying is my, it weird next one my, no one replied is it weird <laughs> it's obviously fucking weird yeah, yeah but i'm just hypothetical hyper, yeah obviously hypothetical yeah. yeah i think it's interesting okay why not charge the cheaters yeah. brand They're yeah brand. cheat on I me don't... i'll cry I'll wipe my tears with 50 pound notes Fuck yeah it. yeah there you go it's hot maybe it's hard to put yourself in those shoes when you're not a cheater thinking because you wouldn't do it anyway yeah my older boyfriend always said he works for the government your older boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And never specifically said what his job is. He just says diplomacy. I just found out via his best mate that he, he's an IO for the SIS and that he'll lose his job if anyone outside of immediate family finds out. <laughs> he better not cheat, lol. So he's an intelligence officer for the SIS, Secret Service. Basically James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> his boyfriend's basically fucking James Bond. How sick is that? Imagine if I turn around to you and I was like... Also, sorry, why would she tweet that? Also, by the way, couldn't she get like uber done for... All her followers or friends She's not tweeted know. this. She's tweeted into this page. Of conf- it's called the Confessions page. Sorry, you don't need to confess that. If I was the boyfriend... What would you do if you turn around like one day and I was like... You know when I've been going to get my skin fade every Thursday? Well, yeah. You've been going I- underground and James Bond in. What film? Die Another Day was just starting James Bond just like a fucking mole on the ground. Also, no. since when has James Bonding been an objective? <laughs> <laughs> what was Daniel Craig doing in the movie? Oh, he's James he Bond. Bonds. Yeah. He bonds. No, they always go underground. That was like Jay- that was like college friends, James Square, they're just bonding. No, they always go underground, Ben. <laughs> when? In all of their, every film like that, they're underground in some sort of computers and cars and the watches they're all underground they go down in this fancy elevator <laughs> they're not fucking mining what have you been watching <laughs> got some crackers from you today lucy davis some absolute gold no sorry can that is what happens though he goes in his cool elevator no, and he lucy, drops down you're talking about the film where they had the floods in the caves that was a different film no i'm week. not i'm not no, she's I'm talking not. about when they go to q branch it yeah. is a thing in a few movies i think q fucking branch but i don't think james bond and then think suddenly like mole person what would I you do would about be... that happen like i come home I'm fucking James Bond. I've made it in life. <laughs> if I'm marrying well, James I'm Bond. I'm sorry to fucking disappoint you, but I'm not. I think James Bond would be a shit partner to be with. Yeah, he Always will because you gone. constantly think he's going to be killed. Yeah, shagging or, other people. Also, yeah. you would also be killed. If you yeah. have any relation to James Bond, Bail. you would be shot. So yeah, maybe it's actually not the best thing. Okay. I've been with my girlfriend since sixth form, but never since. I said, but ever since moving here, I've realized she's so skinny and just bones. I'm seeing all this bunder. Where, where was he before? He's moved. I'm seeing all this bunder, and I want some of that too. Don't want to feel like I'm fucking a rock when giving her back shots. That's horrible. I know, but the reason why I brought this one up is... Oh, that's really sad. How do you... What's the best way to bring up to your partner? Maybe they've lost a lot of weight, or they've changed a lot. <laughs> It's a hard topic. It's really hard. I'm laughing because you had to do it with me. You had to sit me down with my yeah. last couple of months of my ultra because I was really struggling with uh, weight loss. There is signs that, especially people suffering with like bulimia or anorexia and stuff. Yeah. I think having the conversation in terms of just just how are you feeling? How, how, are, you, how are you feeling in yourself? Like how's your energy? Like you, you seem a little bit a little bit down like are you are you eating enough the eating enough ones are really hard on though because you're my response to you i remember was like i was like i'm on five thousand calories yeah. help me as in i don't but we, ours is different because i was quite good at taking that on board because i knew i needed to but she obviously probably i might think that the realize. best thing to say is not to say you look skinny or you are skinny it's to ask questions to keep the or, word skinny out. ask questions around it yeah how like how are you feeling like, o- open up discussion which will kind of like maybe then lead to them 
talking about it and open up about it, creating an environment where they feel that they can be vulnerable in yeah. and then maybe open up dialogue. It might not even happen the first time that you ask. It might take a couple of times to ask. Yeah, absolutely. What, what do you feel about it being the other way around though? Partners put on loads of weight. To like a like an unhealthy amount of weight. Yeah, put, like maybe they're married, been together for a long time. They put on a lot more weight than when they first got together. I think I'd I'd be able to have quite an open conversation about it again, and completely understand where the other person's coming from. But again, just say like, how are you feeling in yourself? Like, how how do you actually feel? Do you do you want to? Because I mean, I assume as well. If I'm thinking of our relationship, you might have stop being as active or stop running as much or stop going to the gym as much and just bring up that conversation like oh you're not are you not like enjoying the gym or your runs or your sessions or do you want to try something new or should we do this together do you want to go on a hike and and just the general consensus is how you actually feeling it feeling in yourself yeah i think it's very it's, it is a difficult it's hard one. Convers- like really hard conversations that because obviously you never want to hurt someone else's feelings especially someone that you love but playing devil's advocate here like it's i don't think it's fair on you either if I went like really, really fat and put on a lot of weight, you didn't sign up for that. You didn't get with me when I was really overweight. It's not something that you're attracted to. It's not something that you like. So wh- why is that fair on you? You've also got to think selfishly about what you want. Yeah, we we lead very healthy and active lifestyles. And if you, and that is me as a whole. Yeah, but I'm speaking on, just... I'm speaking about for other people. Like that's, yeah. it, I think also you've got to be a little bit selfish sometimes in the fact that you, everyone has, and I can be as politically corrected here as I want and go, oh, it's fine. You could just put on weight and I'd be happy with it. At the end of the day, like I might not be. Yeah, I, I'm attracted to a certain thing. I'm some people are attracted to people who are smaller, bigger, different shapes, different sizes. But physical attractiveness still counts, and I think you still got to have conversations about that. Even if they are awkward conversations, you just need to address it in the right way. Yeah, I think as well. There's obviously there's pivotal moments where weight will change, like pregnancy, for example. Oh yeah, but that's different. So just if I become like a yeah, but slob. then post postpartum when you're still probably not feeling 100% yourself or that that's when I think support is needed and just like yeah, how you're feeling talking about those things. We're not talking about those yeah, things. So that's like an we're, we're talking about like, thing. and it's the other things that come with it. If, if I've become really overweight, it's what are the other, what are the other habits that have come with it? I'm now overeating. I'm eating, I'm, I'm exercising less. I'm showing lower levels of commitment, hard work, discipline, which are all, t- in my opinion, like turn offs. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, next one. We have got... Okay, people ask me why I'm single. I tell them I'm I'm just not looking for a relationship at the moment. But the truth is, I'm afraid of being betrayed and heartbroken. I've never been in a real relationship for that reason. I've always been sensitive. So I don't want to know how I'd react. That's interesting. I thought she was going to say she's been cheated on. Uh, always. Always not, just not had a relationship yeah. and just... She's too scared of being betrayed. I'm terrified of being heartbroken. I mean, that's a really hard one because if you've no past experience of being cheated on, you're not, that's probably just all in her head. Yeah. Or maybe a lot of things she's, because I used to do this, like things you've seen on films, mm-hmm. like things you've seen on films is not real. Or friends. The, the friends, well, yeah, friends, but like romantic comedies and how people act in those, they're not real because if she's not taken experience from a past relationship where there's been mistrust and she's been cheated on, she has a pre-perceived idea of what a relationship is like, but until she commits and goes into one, you'll never know. I think as well, you just can't be scared. You just have to try. The thing was, the hard thing with that as well is that one of the relationships, especially the first one that she goes into, she's probably going to feel some kind of heartache, which is then going to back her own narrative to Mm. feel like, I told you. And it's then going to make her even worse. So the difficult thing is with anything in life, if you want to feel some kind of enjoyment or it's like when you get a present at Christmas, it's wrapped in all the shit, i.e. wrapping paper and boxes and to get to that gift, you've got to get through it. So you've got to get through some hardships in life and experience those kind of things before you can get to the pleasure of what's there. And you've, you've got to open up and be vulnerable mm-hmm. in order to get there as well. If you're just a closed book, then you'll be closed off for life. And I, I, I know it's a hard thing to, to gain perspective of these kind of things, but you've got to take a step back and think in 60 years time, do I never want to experience the relationship and love, support, friendship? And that's one of the best things about relationships is that you almost live a whole new life again because you're living it through someone else's, else's eyes. When we went to Disney, I'd been a couple of times, but 
it made it more special the first time we went because you'd never been there before so i get mm. to feel like i get to take you around i get to see it through your eyes again i get to see your excitement so kind of things that come with relationships i think as well i'm really glad we've both been in previous relationships like extended periods of time and i've been cheated on you think been cheated on and we've had those experiences and without them our relationship probably wouldn't be what it is today Mm -hmm. and it is hard sometimes you do have to go through breakups and hardships and this this and this and and then you build up to the relationship that you'll be in for fingers crossed the rest of your life last one is my lip bleeding yeah. It bled on my run this okay? morning. No, because I can taste blood in my mouth. There. He's not replying to me, guys. I don't know if you're being serious. No, I'm asking you, is it bleeding? Because I can taste blood no, it's all not. here. I'm definitely getting groomed, but I can't... Uh, well, I'm definitely getting groomed, but I can't being myself to care. I'm 16, and he's in his 30s, and it's not like I'm particularly ugly. And he was the only man I could pull. I'm just black in all white area, frankly. I don't know how I get into this position. Lol. feel like it's my fault, though. What? So she's being groomed as a 16-year-old by a 30-year-old man. she likes it. I've met my question off the back of this. She likes it. I think so. I don't think she does like it. She got stuck in this position. Well, I think she needs to speak to her friends or family. What do you think about relationships, though? Obviously, immediately, yeah, if you're getting groomed, you need to speak to someone about it because... Is obviously it's not illegal because she's sixteen. No, it's not. But if what is grooming? What's groomed? Is, I just have you got to be underage to be groomed. I think grooming is when somebody is underage, and then there's a relationship when they become of age. So it's like they're like grooming them, waiting to be ready until. They're well, yeah, of she age. must have been groomed then because she's now sixteen. What What's your opinion on on relationships where like the age difference is almost double? Carl, go on, Carl. Yeah, extremely weird. I think there's a rule, right? Half your age plus seven. That's the rule. Who's made that? That's like, I mean, I'm, unwritten I'm, rule. Not, yeah, pretty much unwritten rule. So if you're, if you're, say, forty, half your age, plus seven, twenty-seven. 27. That's like as low as you go. How low can you go? Bit of, bit of a strange. Rule. I just yeah, think I always think about it. If someone's double your age, they're just at a different level of life. They're in a completely different, like fifteen years, for example. You 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 generally have lived a different life. Oh, yeah, yeah, a completely different mindset. Different mindset, maybe, and the younger person will probably change as they go through. Obviously, women to be are, the women, same age. women are more mature, so it's a little bit, a little bit different. But then also, when you get to the stage of potentially having kids, and then they're like twenty years older than you, and then your kid grows up, but then your dad's like eighty, when yeah. the mum's like. 50 or those sort of ones where i'm just a it's, bit like it's always usually isn't it that the man's older generally because people mm. say that um men kind of get older of age and this isn't what i'm this isn't my beliefs by the way that people say men get older of age and women get worse off how old brad pitt he's a great example yeah well he's an, an absolute anomaly though because how many people are brad pitt but obviously women become even less fertile as they get older uh men kind of age better through kind of like 20 to 30 for a man is like one of the worst times it's deemed to be because you don't have any shit figured out you're in terms of financially you are way worse off it's when women start looking at older men especially men with status so it's a really difficult time and then once you get past that period and maybe you've gone through the hardship of experiencing experiencing things you've got a career now potentially that's when younger women may start looking at older men because quite often women prefer more mature man because mm. women are more mature than men generally so i think it's a difficult one I, d- I don't know like i'm not really sure about that massive age gap i mean if you look at who was it leonardo dicaprio who's with a 19 year old girl are they just split up though i think isn't she 25 19 isn't she? no so new girlfriend uh he is uh let me say how old he is, is he's 50 now he is 48 and he's dating a 19 and a half yeah, year old. That's uh, so weird. she was in high school and she had to work from home because of COVID. And he is now dating her. The thing is though, like... That is... When you're, when you're Leonardo DiCaprio, like you can do what the fuck you want. Not literally. I think that's fucking so weird. But in terms of high status men, he's just... No one's really gonna... Eight, whatever age, whatever demo i mean you do have to ask yourself she has gone for a 48 year old man and she's not even in her 20s yet 
Surely, because it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, obviously. But I don't just think I I don't think personally she's probably just gone for the money reasons. I think no, it's, no. it's the status of it being Leonardo DiCaprio. Like he's this guy. And obviously, if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, you're in the fucking sweet shop and you've got access to all sweets. Mm. He's never dated a woman over the age of twenty five. That ever. was it. Ever. Yeah. Publicly. He's so he's twenty nine years older than her. Twenty nine's a stretch. I I, I think. That for me would be really weird. I could see why some men that age would potentially like play around and have like one night stands with younger women like Dan Brilzerian does because he's just like experiencing life. At the end of the day, he can do what the fuck he wants. He's a high status man. But like then marrying or going out with someone like that, I I just feel like he's probably a lot of time when you look at a lot of these model types, they're like a bit of a deadhead. I think I couldn't be with a partner who wasn't intelligent, charismatic, supportive, hardworking, all those other traits. Because <laughs> some of the guy who told me from the gym ages ago, you... No, it's, it's not very nice. I'm going to leave it on. You won't like it. Was it about me? No. Okay. Before I met you. Tell me after. Okay. Um. So I, I, can, see, I can see why, but you... Just men wouldn't, I wouldn't personally want to end up with a woman like that, mm. but I can see why men would sleep around with people like that because they've got to this point in their life where if they're single, they're just going to go for some of the hottest women. They don't really care if they're intelligent mm. or not. But to end up with a woman like that, I I can't see it everlasting because they're going to want a partner who challenges them on a daily basis, always gives something gives something back and isn't just a fucking airhead. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. I was just still thinking about the fact that she's 19 and he's 48. Well, That's it, just exactly the a same, very big age gap. Exactly the same vice, vice versa, though, which is like why a lot of successful women at the moment have this small dating pool is because they won't go for, for men who are lesser than them. And why should they? Because then they'll probably be in a relationship where they're not kind of equal in terms of their maturity, intelligence, mm. level of conversation, that kind of thing, which then makes it a bit of an offset relationship. So I can I can see why like relationships like that with, with massive age gaps won't last. Yeah, I, I think I always just think about like the family aspect side of things too. Of just like if a twenty nine age gap, which yeah. it, it to me it just seems quite quite vast. Yeah, well, it's it's weird even with us, isn't it? Because when Lucy was twenty, I was only twelve. So what, like <laughs> in your brain, your brain, they were twelve year olds. Yeah, maturity levels on twelve. I That's to be I fair, mean. I what, how what is our age gap? Five. Five years. Five years. <laughs> I told you, you just done it on your hand. Yeah, I think I just double checked though because I think in my head I thought it was six. Yeah, make sure those fingers are working. But okay. we we met when you were twenty six and I just turned twenty one. Yeah, and that seems to me like I I felt I felt younger twenty one. I, I never I, wasn't. I, I never was viewed mature. you as younger though ever. No, I always I always mature. viewed you at the same age because yeah, you were very mature. I think that's the thing generally like those those kind of men and women dynamic of relationships. It's always usually. The male off a little bit older unless you you do fancy a bit of a toy boy i've i've always dated older people mm. older is in like not past five years but yeah that's just always have always have and don't need to again i was gonna say always have always will but that's not obviously the quote for me anymore no fucking hope not absolutely not but was that our last question yeah, it was indeed i quite enjoyed those questions they were a bit yeah. of a brain thinker the the confessions one I'm going to, honestly, I said to ring, Loz. Ring for the nurse. I said to Loz, I'm so glad. That's so annoying, isn't it? That's great, though. I said to Loz, I'm so glad you didn't actually have that last week because he would have really used that bell. I need a, please, please, miss, I need a back rub. It was good, though, when I was in the hospital. How good is morphine, by the way? Oh, my God. Oh, when I... Me. I woke up from the operation, yeah, and didn't have a clue what was going on. But I knew I'd had morphine because I felt fucking amazing. And... The surgeon was there. I didn't really realize till the morning because he came back around, spoke to me after the operation. And I woke up and he said, you right, Ben? I, I was like, you have had morphine? He went, yeah. I went, I was just like leant over on the side. I went, can I take some with me? I'll sell on eBay. <laughs> just sent it to him. He's like, what are you doing? And then he came around in the morning and he went, hi, Ben. How Because obviously a bit more alert then. Yeah. Hi, Ben. How are, how are you doing this morning? And I just went, Look down at obviously my love <laughs> I went, well, you could have made it bigger as well, couldn't you? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> he, he didn't enjoy it, to be fair. Big, morphine's great. Big ball, Ben. 
big ball Ben with his ma- his balls <laughs> on the mic. But when when I actually, I was going to say, when I did see you that night after your op, yeah, you you I don't honestly God don't even think you knew I was there. I, you were so out of it, and I was just sat with you. I was like, I you you just completely weren't you completely weren't with it. I put a story, you don't remember either, I put a story up. I don't know if you watched it, Carly. I put a story up as soon as I got onto the ward. And I don't remember the story that I put up. I have no idea ma- making it. I just looked on my history the other day and found that I'd put a, a story frame up. Which one? I'm trying to find oh, it. Oh, smiling. Now. No, no, it was a video. Had no idea that I'd even made it. I don't remember that. Here it is, I found it. I was on my way oh, to I you. Oh, I can't click on it, can I? No. What That's was it? What does it? What does it look like? I don't remember seeing it. I put on a criminal... I just woke up post-surgery. And it's about something about the ward, not having any Nando's on the ward. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Mate, no idea. Oh, yeah, because I rang you and said, oh, if, you, if I was contacted sooner that you were awake, I could have gone to get you a Nando's. No. But you weren't even hungry anyway. No fucking idea. Yeah, morphine had done something How to you that day. How many days ago was that? Because I, someone did reply to it. About 12, 12, 13 days ago now, I think, since you've had the operation. Ah, Saturday, Sunday, Mon- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 12 days. Does anyone still do that, by the way? Does anyone who's listening, does anyone still finger count? I just realized I've been sat there finger counting. Ben, do you still finger count? Finger count, never. It just confirms. One, two, three, four, five. Confirms it for me. What are you trying to find? I've got this story. You won't be able to view it. it, it only because someone's replied via DM. Do you know what I mean? I don't think you need to play it, though. I want to see what I said myself, though. I don't think the people viewers are that bothered. Are they not? I'm sorry. The people viewers. Is that what you said before? The view, the view, the viewer people. If you can't find it, just leave it, Ben. We'll okay, do it in next sorry. week's episode because I've ended up just talking to myself for the past five well, minutes you as anyway. you've been scrolling. And on that note, um, thank you so much for listening to or watching, sorry, YouTube and Spotify listening or watching to today's podcast obviously as we mentioned before at the start you can use the code not so fit five to get a discount on coro oh i also have my granola oh, i didn't realize oh for god's sake put it to the mic just not even nando's on the ward my chicken sandwiches look at your head yeah just put more See more mayo and vegan sandwich. They've cut them into triangles. You actually look. <laughs> Don't know what to say at this point in time. <laughs> I don't remember no seeing idea. that. No idea of even creating that story. I don't remember seeing that. I think I was obviously driving to yeah. come and see you though. But anyway, as I was saying, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Indeed. Please... Subscribe on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Another good thing that's happening now that we can tell you about, I think, is that, oh, number one, well done, International Women's Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a bit snide sharing because the tickets sold out within like half an hour. Well, it's tough titties, isn't it? You move it, is, it is tough titties. We have an International Women's Day on, I won't say the date because you can't get tickets now and it's just all a bit, but International Women's Day is obviously in March and we and myself with Hero Training Clubs are hosting an amazing day. Tons of speakers, great times, loads of different classes, just good vibes and I'm so excited. But yeah, we we literally launched it and it's sold out. There will be more events though. Got, I think we've got another event in March maybe. No, April. April. But we cannot share yet. And the other really cool thing is like a lot of you guys may have watched the podcast that we did at Gymshock. We mm-hmm. are doing a day there every two months. Mm-hmm where we will be interviewing three guests from London at the Gymshark um, Regent Street store and hopefully we'll be putting that on Eventbrite so that people can come down and sit in the podcast that we're doing. I think it's going to be open to about maybe 15 to 20 Yeah, probably people, like 15 people. And you'll be able to come in to the room before the podcast starts and basically listening to the live podcast, which will be really cool. Yeah, and we will tell you more about this, obviously, when we have confirmations of dates and things like that. But it will always usually be a Wednesday if you can make it, obviously, we would love to see you there. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.